0: This Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we
1: go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go!
2: Now, here's Adam, Dave, and James. All right, welcome to the Friday show. Let's get those lineups set. We'll preview the six NFC home games. Who started Dwayne
0: Allen in the league last night, or leagues? Raise your hand.
1: This is a podcast, Adam. No one can see you raising your
0: hand. But I am raising. Wow, I see it. a hairy arm in the air, though. Oh, there it is.
2: Thank goodness I didn't see the pits. No, I got—I got, covered the pits. I That's started. Like Sarlacc pit. Out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Things go in there; they don't come out. <laughs> get
1: Boba Fett out of there.
0: Adam has no idea what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, I don't get the uh the reset Star Trek or something like that. Oh my god.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I know.
1: Oh, it. No. I know what
0: it is. I know what it is and I know well, about- Well, Boba Fett gave it away, right? Yes. You don't know what the Sarlacc Pit is, right? No idea what the Sarlacc Pit is. Well, look under your armpits and you'll see it. <laughs>
2: I'm sure that's very funny for you sci-fi fans. And, hey, listen, fantasy football fans, get on FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button. Use our code CBSPOD. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over $1 million in cash prizes. When you make your first deposit on FanDuel, void where prohibited. Again, FanDuel.com, promo code CBSPOD. So, no Dwayne Allen for you guys. I started him in one league over, I think – Surprisingly, he did not do better than Vernon Davis, who I had originally as my starting tight end. Uh, so oh,
0: You got upgraded there, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, hmm. But, but uh, that was disappointing. Didn't even get a target. We're going to talk about did that get, game. Did he get
0: a point per snap? Because he played a lot of snaps.
2: He did. He played more than half the snaps, and he still played uh, 50% of the snaps. and didn't get one damn target.
0: What's up with that? Let's uh. call Tom Brady and ask Tom Brady targeted four guys the whole game. Is that it? That's or Four it? guys caught passes. I don't know if he targeted anybody else, but four guys
1: caught passes. Well, ass. that's true. Uh, no, more than four guys caught passes. See, because like the look, three receivers, White James had, White, White and Deion Lewis had catches. It was yeah. Two cooks and Hogan. Oh, and, Deion Lewis and was the fifth Danny Amendola. Yeah. So Lewis was the fifth. So one. there, so there were yep. five. Yeah, and let me get to it in the game book. Fun game. There, there is a. I believe Jake Hollister is a tight end. He got one target. Hmm. Yes. So did fullback James Devlin. Yeah, the Devlin one was the one Brady was pissed about. Devlin
0: had a wheel route that. Uh, there was a miscommunication he, he I love was, the
1: fullback wheel around. He
0: would have been wide open Brady threw it underneath Thinking he was going to cut it back He pulled the Jameis
2: In-depth analysis of New England, Tampa Bay That's coming up Hey, do me a favor though Fill in the blank The player who can influence His rest of season value The most this week Is blank Um,
1: hmm.
2: I'll, I'll give you time to think And I'll just say it's Cam Newton For me
1: Really, if Cam has a bad game, you're just going to throw him back to the Wolves? Well,
2: more like if Cam has a good game, then I will sit there for the rest of the year going to me and Heath with, you know, the team Heath and I share going, Why did we drop Cam Newton? But no, I want to see, you know, was it just the Patriots matchup or or is he legitimately turning a corner? I think there's a lot at
0: stake for Cam. He's definitely a good one.
1: I'll give you one that has nothing to do with the player's value in fantasy, but it will impact others in fantasy jay cutler if jay cutler goes out there this week and stinks i'm not talking about a game where he's 16 for 21 passing because jay Ajayi, you know rolls over tennessee it's got to be like 18 for 36 228 yards no touchdowns two interceptions four cigarettes on the field <laughs> like it just a total nightmare of a situation if if, it, if that happens then I think you have to reevaluate the entire Dolphins offense. I'm going to disagree with you for one situation. If that happens, Matt Moore will be
0: starting, and then things are, could be dramatically different for the rest of that offense.
1: Will he start, or did they pay color too much money?
0: If they're 1-3, in three, after everything that's happened, and he has a third bad game in a row, mm-hmm. yes. All right, fill in the blank.
2: Unless, Jamie, do you want to give an answer to that? Player with uh, most rest-of-season value at stake?
0: I don't think it's going to necessarily influence his rest of season value, but this is the first tough game for the Rams. And if we've been talking about I, – I, again, I don't want to say sell Todd Gurley, but if he struggles this week, does it make you wish you had sold Todd Gurley?
2: Mm-hmm. All right. I am higher on blank than my fellow CBS analysts. Jay Cutler. Cam Newton. Okay. And blank will be a bust this week. Cam Newton. <laughs> Jay Cutler <laughs> uh, Alright anybody else yeah, Cutler won't
0: be a big bust I don't think he'll finish There's no 12. expectations for Cutler So it's hard for him to be a bust There's a lot of expectations for Cam Yeah
2: Alright well I guess that was a That was a quarterback section right there New England 19 Tampa Bay 14 Tom Brady was a bust this week Uh Jameis yeah. Winston was okay Tom Brady scored 14 fantasy points Rob Gronkowski missed the game And uh, I started the way now And as you know and uh, Gronk should be back next week. That's what Tracy Wilson reported right at the outset of the game. So you don't have to make any roster moves.
1: I was trying so hard to acquire Gronk in some of my leagues before the game because I had a feeling that it was just an injury in practice on a short week and that he would be back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was I was hustling even like all the way to 8:20 before lineups locked. anybody buy? I could have traded in my keeper league Jordan Reed and a third round pick for Gronk. And I didn't do it. Why? Because I didn't want to give up my third round pick. Hmm, mm, that's interesting. Might regret that. We'll see. You
2: might, but okay. But we, I
1: started Cameron Brake. It doesn't look long term.
2: Anyway, we're not worried about Tom Brady. He, you know, three hundred and three yards, whatever. He's fine. He's at the Jets next week. What about the Patriots running backs? Is Deion Lewis going to start taking over from Mike Gillisley? Man, am I sick and tired of this Mike Gillisley garbage?
0: Possible. Well, I mean, Burkhead also is expected to return yeah. next week too. So, I don't think Gillespie's been a problem for them. It's right. It's been a problem for fantasy because you're getting the shared backfield situation on rushing downs, and they haven't given him the goal line chances like we saw in the first couple games because they haven't been down there very often. Right. Weird. And and, and he has zero targets. I
2: mean, zero targets in five games.
0: Zero. Yeah. So, as many as you, Adam. I did get that question: uh, is he bench? Is he an outright sit in PPR? And the answer is yes. Yeah. As long as you've got a running
1: back that can catch five passes a game, for sure, he's a set. Who's, Otherwise, it really depends on your situation, but he's not a must start.
2: Who's the best Patriots wide he's receiver just, rest of the season? He's four touchdowns next week. Yeah, you're I coach, know, man. I know, that's the thing. You're gonna hey, play the Jets. You're gonna miss who's the, the, what, I'm sorry, Adam. Who's the best Patriots wide receiver rest of season? When it
1: comes crashing down and it hurts. Really?
0: <laughs> I still bah, think bah, 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 there, there, There's a lot of touchdowns coming from him
1: there's already a lot of touchdowns coming for hogan
0: yeah and it's hard to say that that's going to be sustainable so I think Cooks has got a higher ceiling moving forward I, I tell you what I, I mean
2: Hogan I'm both look great at,
1: though it's not like one's bad
2: I'm gonna look at it right now hogan hogan has, had 12 or more fantasy
1: points in four straight games I don't know if this is
2: updated but he's got the second most red zone targets and the second most targets inside the 10yard line Chris Hogan yep and that's not single
1: coverage every time that's not
2: Cooks' strength, you know. He's kind of a big play guy. So, um, all right, are, are, Jamie's going to put the buy low tag on Brandon Cooks. Dave, are you going to do that? He, not that he was bad yesterday, but he well, he hasn't been great. Only one game with more than eight fantasy points in standard leagues. Only he's just
0: missing touchdowns. He's had three games with at least eighty yards receiving. Sure, he's a buy low.
2: Okay. Um, Danny Amendola is he a sell high or is he a PPR mainstay?
0: He's a sell high from the standpoint of the injury risk, but you got him so cheap. Why would you sell him at this point? You know, I mean, nobody's going to give you yeah. fair value for what he's been delivering.
1: He's, he's part of a package trade in a PPR league. Okay. That, that's it. And if you target him, it's probably going to take a bigger deal unless you trade like a Elijah McGuire maybe. In a PPR league, I don't think someone would do that unless they were just totally desperate. So. Jameis Winston,
2: ninety percent started. He gave you twenty fantasy points. He threw for three hundred. He, he was good fantasy wise.
1: He was bad NFL wise. Right? He should have been so much better.
2: Like he he missed. Okay, the game. I mean, for fantasy owners, he missed Deshaun Jackson on the deep ball. That should have been a touchdown. Deshaun Jackson it was, happened had a every huge week. Game. It was
0: the dumbest, dumbest play call because they couldn't convert on third down and they had a third and three and he throws a forty yard pass down the field when he hasn't been connecting with Deshaun Jackson all play long. Their third down plays were terrible. And I'll tell you what, the play calling to Deshaun Jackson has been pretty crappy too. They had a, uh, I think it was the first time all year that they had a slant across the middle where they cleared it out, they let him run underneath, and it was his biggest play of the game, maybe until the, 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 the catch in the fourth quarter. They need to do more of that. Just don't throw him down the field, down the field, down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, these 50-50 balls that he's trying to throw to these guys, they're just not successful.
1: They're not 50-50 for Deshaun Jackson because of the inaccuracy and because Deshaun Jackson... Well, no, there was, there was one earlier in the game which was a 50-50 ball and he nearly got picked off. Right. So they're more like, 40, 60 balls. Well, tell me how you're valuing
2: Jameis going forward. Because, you know, like the fantasy production has been good the last two weeks, and he's got three straight games with a lot of passes and 328 or more passing yards. But he just doesn't look that good. And even against the Giants, I know most people didn't see that game, but I did. He threw a lot of – he threw a few passes that should have been intercepted. So, you know, he just – he's not really looking like the quarterback we're hoping. That said, he's throwing a ton um. All right, what do you think? Well, again, the no, Adam,
0: there's a difference, though. The quarterback that we're hoping fantasy or the quarterback that we're hoping to see on the field. Yeah, because on the fantasy field. Fantasy wise, he's been okay. He's right. He's been okay. They've played four games. He's had two good ones. Um. Yeah, but even the Minnesota game wasn't bad fantasy wise. I mean, 18 points is not going to kill you. Yep. Uh. So yeah,
2: what do you think? Is he a top? But Winston or Watson? Rest of season, Winston.
1: Winston, but I. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Is it fair to ask that now when we haven't seen Watson yeah, play? Let's wait. Let's wait. All right. Here's, here's just what I look at. His next three games are at Arizona, Tough at game. Buffalo with Buffalo coming off of a bye. So back to back road games, home against Carolina. Nah. So two toughs and a nih. You need to have another quarterback if you've got Jameis. And there's
0: also the other teams that are on a bye where he's not. So yeah. who's missing during those weeks?
2: Well, next week it's uh, Buffalo, Russell
0: Wilson,
1: Dak, Dalton, and Tyrod Taylor.
0: Okay, so there's two week. guaranteed starters and maybe and two more. Week seven, you got Stafford, Deshaun Watson, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So he's probably going to be a top twelve guy in that range. All right,
2: and and the other thing is Doug Martin. You know, Doug Martin could probably start getting more work. He had 13 carries. Great debut. And I give credit to the 67% of Doug Martin owners who started him. I certainly do. I'll tell you, when
0: I, I, there were two reports I saw. I, I did a 180 on him in uh, yesterday afternoon. So I apologize to our podcast listeners. I, I put him in my top 24, uh, after what, uh, Dan Graziano tweeted out Mm -hmm. and, uh, Greg Allman of the Tampa Bay Times. They both said expect heavy workloads for Doug Martin. So, um, when I, and I I had this conversation with Chris Towers, I, I said, when I originally did my ranking this week, I had him like 22, 23. And then after all the stuff he said, uh, dropped him down, and I was like, just stuck to where I had him originally, and that's where I put him back there. So yeah, um, I hope people saw that at least. But uh, again, for what we were saying leading up to last night's game, um, you probably didn't have him in a good spot.
1: I was having a panic attack because I had for one spot Doug Martin or Wendell Smallwood, and Smallwood didn't practice on Thursday. So I, I saw those reports and I went, well, could it possibly be true that he's going to go out there and 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 be effective when he's barely practiced with the team in the last month because it's been four weeks they had to buy in week one so he got a little screwed there and uh i had to play it safe i knew doug martin would play some i i am very glad he played like he did he looked great fresh legs never ever underestimate fresh legs especially on a short week
2: yep he 13 carries 74 yards and a touchdown one catch on three targets only played 36 percent of the snaps but Doug Martin made them count. A rare bad game for Mike Evans. Good job by Stephon Gilmore. Actually, Tony Romo had a great point before the game. He was talking about how Bill Belichick, when he was the defensive coordinator for the Giants in the 80s, he had more success against Joe Gibbs than anyone. I don't know if he said that, but he had a lot of success against Joe Gibbs offenses and not many people did. And he said that Dirk Cutter's offense in Tampa Bay is a lot like Joe Gibbs. So he mm-hmm. thought that the that the Patriots could have a good defensive game against the New England uh, against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they did. It was interesting. Uh last thing here,
1: two things. He's so good. Who is? Romo's great. He Romo's great. I thought you were saying Belichick's great. I think that defense is going to start getting a little better. Of course they are. Yeah. This wasn't a big step. I think Jameis made them look good. Yes. But I think they're going to start to improve. Yes. Okay. And
2: um, do you care at all about Adam Humphreys in a PPR league? 9% owned. No. All My right. guy. And Cameron Brate is starting to get more involved in the offense. He should have had two touchdowns. He dropped yes. one. Yes. And this is a guy that Jamie was really high on. He's now now three straight games with a touchdown though and 14 fantasy points in standard, 19 in PPR. Big week for him. 77% owned, but uh-oh, he's got Arizona next week. Uh, but still is Cameron Brate a, of the week after that. A must-add guy, mess own guy, Cameron Braid?
0: Oh yeah, given what tight ends have been doing right now, you know, you you may take some lumps for a couple weeks, but you have to stick with it. I got lucky where in one league um he was available and a uh, last minute swap out for Gronk. So I was thrilled about wow. it. Nice. wire. Nice.
2: Alright, I'd like to propose a rule change. Okay. In the National
1: Football the League national or, foo- or on the foo- podcast? National because football I would League. like to also propose a rule change. Would you like to go first? Sure. Age Before Beauty, go ahead. On our podcast, when you call for a bonanza or uh-huh. a windfall or anything and it fails, I'm going to give your personal number to one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely not. I will not accept that, no, that proposal. Sorry, that's what we're gonna do. Do not do it, Dave. That is yep. not funny. I mean, it's kinda of funny, but I wouldn't do that. Please.
1: One, one person, one time will call you. I'm not even sure there will be a banana. I'm discouraged. Good. What? Good. Alright, so, uh, we got an email They're about that. Bonanza. We got no, an email about that. For all we know, he muttered it under his breath before kickoff last night. um alright, here's, here are the
2: two rule changes I would like to propose. I've proposed this before. But, you know, nothing's happened. So let me propose it again. I think offensive holding should be a seven-yard penalty. I don't know why everything has to be five or ten. We're not little kids. We can do sevens. Um, I think ten is a drive killer. Five isn't severe enough. Offensive holding should be a seven-yard penalty. But I'm willing to lose that one. I'm not willing to lose this one. This is a great idea. How frustrating is it? Third and long, defense commits a hands to the face or illegal contact or holding— Bam! Automatic first down. Stupid. Should not be an automatic first down. What it should be is a five-yard penalty and gain a down. So if it's second down, it becomes first down. If the penalty is on third down, it becomes second down. It what should if
1: the be is on first down. It's the first down. Then it's zero down.
2: Whatever. You still get. You get a first
1: down. You're not going to complain about that. Then what if it that? happens again on zero down? Now it's negative one down. There's no such thing as zero down, Dave. It's
2: first down. But it's really for third down. Third down, you get a five-yard penalty, and the offense gains a down. We need to start thinking outside the box. We are smart human beings. We can handle these types of adjustments. I can't, I, I really can't stand that. Defensive penalties, giving people free first downs drives me crazy. Gain a down. This is Adam so, Azer.
1: I support this rule change. So if you're interested in calling Adam when he bonanza something, just let me know on Twitter, and one of you will be lucky enough to get his number.
2: All right, let me promote a few things. We have Ion Fantasy Football tomorrow night. I am not going to be on that show. It's going to be Dave and Jamie, so you'll get even better advice. Ion Fantasy Football Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern till midnight on CBS Sports Radio. We'll probably get like 60. We'll probably answer like 60 phone calls. It's very fun, um, and you can listen on Cbsportsradio.com. Fantasy football today is noon Eastern, Monday through Friday on CBSSports.com, and 11 a.m. Eastern until kickoff on Sunday. Uh, we have a lot of other podcasts that you should be listening to. I've been listening to the Pick 6 podcast. It is outstanding. Uh, 24-7 Sports College football podcast is great. You wrestling fans need to listen to the In This Corner podcast. You can see them all, cbsports.com slash podcast. And I do want to apologize. We get so many emails. I don't read nearly enough of them. So make sure you listen to the Mailbag Show when we do get a chance to listen, to read your emails. Those air on Saturdays. We'll update you on some injuries, uh, the practice reports from Friday. And we have fun. You know, they're fun. Here's a tweet of the day. It's from Zach Allen. Adam, I want you to bonanza the Packers-Cowboys game just to see how powerful your sorcery is. Well, you know that's the game you want to do it. I think that's the game i i would I would choose. I don't really know what else it would be. Um, I mean, all right, I'll just I haven't decided yet. I'm very discouraged. I, I hate all the hate mails and the heat hate tweets I get. It really bums me out. But I can't let those people win, right?
0: Well, it's like you know, people are giving you um crap for last night's game that you did like what they've said that you mumbled it under your breath. You didn't say anything about that one. No, You actually not at all. did
1: not make an official bonanza.
2: Actually, I said, uh, about last night's game that the Buccaneers would cover. So, got that, right? Cause it was five and a half? It I, is? Mm. Yep. So, hey, take that. Um alright, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So you, you paid off Nick Folk. <laughs> oh, God. No, he, no, he, he would have made it even easier to cover. Could have gotten the money line if not for Nick Folk. Oh, that's true, yes. Alright, news and notes. Derek Carr could be ahead of schedule, has a chance to play next week, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Next week would be the Chargers. Six six weeks, so. Yeah. Sam Bradford returned to practice. Uh, Any chance he plays this this Monday night? Yes. Uh, Where would you rank him if you knew Sam Bradford were playing at the
1: Bears? Top 15. Yep. He would definitely be up there. What's
2: the latest on the Green Bay running backs?
1: They're all practicing and Jamal Williams is full practice. Of course, Aaron Jones isn't hurt, so he's full practice too. Montgomery's Montgomery's limited. limited. And uh, the spidey sense is that Montgomery won't play and the other two will, but Jones could start, should start.
0: If Montgomery's out, I'm okay with Jones as a, at least a flex. Me too.
2: What's the latest on Devontae Adams? Limited Uh, practice. Same same as Montgomery.
1: Still hasn't been cleared yet, I believe.
2: Jay Ajayi missed practice, and he's got this knee injury. Are you guys getting concerned about Jay Ajayi?
1: No. If he misses practice on Friday, I'd get concerned. Yes.
2: That's why I gotta listen to the mailbag show. We can tell you all about it. Or, you know, just do a Google search or go to cbsports.com. But also, uh, I sent you guys an article in the Miami Herald about, uh, how bad, the, how bad the Dolphins, uh, run blocking has been in, Casey Joyner, is that his name on ESPN? Yep. Yep. He he watches all the film. He says that the Dolphins, like right now, their
1: run blocking is among the worst he's ever seen. Basically, to some. He's summer. right. That's incredible. You saw it in the game against the Jets that that offensive line just did not look good. They they're also not good pass blocking.
0: They are uh lining up somebody over Mike Pouncey as opposed to you know going in the gap against him, and that's really impacted how. The Dolphins' offensive line has reacted, so hopefully Adam Gase makes some adjustments. But we're still starting Ajayi this week. Start of the week. All right.
2: CJ ProSice is unlikely to play. We have not talked about J.D. McKissick, who you have the option of making a running back, a wide receiver, or both as a commissioner on CBSSports.com. But do you have any interest in noting J.D. McKissick?
1: Deeper PPR leagues. Okay. And that dual eligibility thing is brand new for this year. Yeah. Yeah. We made it. Kind of spurred on by what happened with Ty Montgomery last year, where he, he was Montgomery could have played either position, but it was based on your commissioner. And this year we upgraded everything to where your commissioner can allow McKissick to play running back or wide receiver. It's just a little setting that you have to change in your league.
2: Yeah. And we make it very easy for you. Okay. Do you expect the following players? Paul Perkins? Nope. Marcus Mariota. No.
1: Wendell Smallwood. Not as of now. No. Ooh. Marquise Lee. Let's no. see. Let's see if Smallwood and Lee practice on Friday. Kenny Galladay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know that cut him in a bunch of leagues? Like saddest thing I've had. I'm I promise you I will pick him up again at some point this season. How about next week? They got the Saints. Maybe. He, is, he, is he healthy? Is he if playing? he plays, uh, Ben be Watson. On my roster week sixteen. My ben Watson's life.
2: got a chance here as a tight end. Ben Watson at Oakland. So you're going to play.
1: He's been dinged with a calf injury again. Someone that you want to see practice on Friday.
2: Matt Forte at Cleveland. Bonanza. <laughs> we don't expect him. I have
1: bad taste in pizza, by the way.
2: No, great taste. Very smart man. I like to practice what I preach, and uh, last night I was watching the Yankees on TV. I don't know why I shouldn't have watched it, but I did. And I was watching the uh, the CBS game, the Thursday night game, on my laptop on CBS All Access. Start your free trial right now, cbs.com slash NFL. That's cbs.com slash NFL, not CBS Sports. Uh, and you can watch games. You don't have to watch them on TV. You can stream them. So it's good stuff, cbs.com slash NFL. Free trial on CBS All Access. As we, we can get into almost all of the waiver wire running backs, but as we've had time since we did the show on Tuesday, since Jamie, you wrote the waiver call, waiver wire column on Monday night, which waiver wire running backs are you confident in this week?
0: Uh, Latavius Murray. I think just based on workload, um, and matchup and game flow, he should have a great chance, especially if Sam Bradford plays. Uh, feeling more confident about Wayne Gallman. You know, just the fact that Perkins may not play, Darkwa did return to practice, but I can't imagine that they go away from Gallman at this point. You know, at least as the the main guy. Um, and then if Ty Montgomery's out, Aaron Jones—that's the whole reason why I like Aaron Jones was Ty Montgomery sitting. Mm-hmm. So uh, also Alex Collins. I, I think this is a game that Baltimore can uh, certainly be competitive in and potentially hold time of possession. And if that's the case, Alex Collins can get more than nine carries. So he says that his fumble issue is not something that's going to hinder his greatness. Um, hopefully good. <laughs> he's been working on that this week. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that exactly. Did he say greatness? No. Oh. Um, he said that he he. there's a story in the Baltimore Sun that he feels it's correctable and he's not going to let it hold him back from being good in this league. Good.
2: All right, so Collins and Gallman are actually available in about – of our leagues, we'll talk about those. Well, we talked about Collins yesterday, but we'll talk about Andre Ellington. We'll talk about the Seahawks running backs. Those games are coming up. Any bold predictions? I should have given you the heads up. I apologize. I snuck these in the notes. I have a bold prediction. If you guys have bold predictions for Fantasy Week 5, feel free. If not, I can. I'm going to go first, and I'm actually going to change what I have. I have something here in the notes. I'm going to get rid of it. I think, Dave, I think you're going to agree with me. I think LeGarrette Blunt's going to have a big game. Especially mm-hmm. if Smallwood's out. Well, oh, look- that
0: changes my opinion
2: on if Smallwood's out. But I looked at the, um, the Cardinals in their East Coast trips last year. They made four of them. And in three of those games, the lead running back scored two rushing touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy, Jonathan Stewart, and Devontae Freeman. They all had 19 or more fantasy points. They all had two rushing touchdowns in three or four games. The other guy was a Jai. He sucked. And Dave, I think you, you, I think you think that's a, a good
1: prediction that Blunt has a good game. This is going to be the third East Coast time the eastern time zone game for Arizona already this season. They played at Detroit in week one and at Indianapolis the week after that. So and, and I believe Gore had a good game against them. Gore scored. I wouldn't Gore, call it a good game. Okay. Before. He was okay. Uh and then Abdullah for him, I believe he had a good game. An Abdullah style good game. Not a oh, no, Abdullah's style a good game, game, game. Of last week. Well Theo uh, Riddick had a touchdown that. in that game. Riddick had a touchdown in that game too. Yeah. So yeah. I like Blunt whether Smallwood plays or not because I think he can score. But if, if Smallwood's out, then Blunt could have, you know, 15, 20, 40, hey, Go pick carries. up Corey Clement. Mm, yes. You can call. pick him up as a stash for sure. That's a good stash. Well, no, I
2: could see him getting 8 carries. You got 10 carries left?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. But are, are you starting him? I would start him in a PPR league, yes.
2: Okay, and, uh, yeah, and, it's bold because Arizona does have a great run defense so far. But I think it's a situation where it looks like uh they might be able to take advantage. Any other bold predictions, guys?
0: Ben Rothsberger lights up the Jaguars. Wow. Have they faced a good quarterback yet? Good passing attack yet? Excuse me, Joe Flacco. Keep going. Houston in week one. Yeah. Houston in week one when they started Savage for half.
1: Yeah. Mariota in week two didn't throw. Mario the best one they faced. Right. And, and didn't throw. This throw. Week. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got Roethelsberger as a top 12, but it's 12. I'm nervous. Scared. I think they might go conservative offensively. Dave, you got a bold prediction? I think Frank Gore finishes as a top 15 running back this week. Big right. game for him let's against do the it.
2: 40. Years. Let's do it, Frank Gore. And let's beat the waiver wire. And then we'll go into the games. Next week. Got- Clement
1: qualifies, right?
2: Yeah. This is a good call. I should pick them up. Uh, Atlanta,
1: Denver, New Orleans, and Washington on by this week. Who do we have next week? We have Buffalo. Next week is Buffalo, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Seattle. So if you've got the Seahawks DST. You need to go out. We'll get the Falcons defense now. You can get the Falcons defense. You can get the Ravens defense. They've got the Bears with Mitchell Trubisky under center and zero wide
0: receivers. And the Ravens could be good for two weeks because EJ Manuel is not very good.
1: Yeah, but
2: they are 82% on, but I did have them in here because you never know. I actually was able to pick up the Vikings defense on waivers in two leagues to face the Bears this week. So you just, you never know. Uh, the Rams DST is at Jacksonville. The, the Texans are 85% on. They have Cleveland. And that brings me to Will Fuller. Against Cleveland and Marvin Jones at New Orleans, perhaps. What do you think about picking those guys up for next week? You might not have to do it now, but maybe maybe with Fuller.
1: Fuller's been picked up in a bunch of leagues already, but there's still plenty more where he can get added. And Marvin Jones has been forgotten about over the past couple of weeks. And I kind of like his matchup this week. I think he's a sleeper this week. And next week for sure could be good. Okay.
2: Um, I think any Redskins player who was dropped, I picked up uh, Alfred Morris. Nope, I picked up Rob Kelly because he's been out on the Redskins. <laughs> uh, I picked up—they're up they're kind of the same. Rob Kelly. They've got San Francisco next week. I'm not so sure I'd care about uh, Jameson Crowder, but
0: if anybody drops prior, It gets much easier though for them.
2: Yeah. Uh, and okay, any anything? Ryan Griffin, I picked up Josh
0: Doxon in our flex league. I was happy about that.
2: Okay,
1: Ryan Griffin against uh, Cleveland. Maybe, maybe, I feel like he'd have to show you more targets this week, okay, just targets. he doesn't have to have a big game for him to be that to be that guy, hey, let's talk games here,
2: Arizona at Philadelphia. Let's get things started with a pretty interesting game, Cardinals at the Eagles and your stat of the game. I already gave it out It was that running backs are averaging three yards per carry against Arizona, but last year and their four East Coast trips. McCoy, Jonathan Stewart, and Devontae Freeman went nuts, had six rushing touchdowns combined. So we just talked about that. Um, now, Jamie, let's look at the passing game, because the Eagles might get healthier in the secondary, with Jalen Watkins and Corey Graham possibly playing. Also Fletcher Cox, their defensive tackle. He may Cox play. Okay, I did read that he might play, but l- well, I guess we'll assume he won't. So
0: you'll be practicing. There, there, there was a story yesterday that I read that uh, every Eagles player that mis- has mispracticed on Wednesday has not played on uh during the week.
2: Interesting. Well, what do you feel about Carson Palmer uh going to the East Coast and yeah, what do you think?
0: Uh 53 pass attempts, 320 yards. That's it? 320? <laughs> Philip <laughs> Rivers had like 330, I think last year. He was at home. Two touchdowns, three interceptions for Palmer.
2: Well, if he throws for 320 yards, that would be his fewest in four games. <laughs> right. He's done for
1: 325 or more in three straight Let's games. Let's put him at 350 and give him an extra interception. So then it looks like 320.
2: Yeah, And the Eagles have a good run defense, so you got to figure they're going to throw, the Cardinals are going to throw, plus uh, the Cardinals can't run the ball. Palmer or Big Ben? Palmer. Ben. All right, but we like Palmer. Palmer's a top 10 guy.
0: Yes.
1: And any Arizona wide uh running backs? Ellington in PPR and standard. Ooh, even in standard, huh? You think he'll do enough in the passing game to to be uh yeah, top 24, 100 total yards last week.
0: Would you start Andre Ellington or Legarrette Blunt? Blunt, PPR it's easy. It's Ellington. Standard leagues if small without Legarrette Blunt.
2: It's easy, Ellington in PPR.
0: Yes, because of all the catches.
2: I got gotcha. you. Did I tell you it just how many routes he runs? Week. They went to overtime last week, so that has
1: to be—I don't know He's how many throwing
0: fifty passes a game and they can't run. You can't by the way, bank that's another that. reason
1: to like Blunt, because the Cardinals played in overtime last week. Oh yeah, yeah, now they're on the road this week. But you got to admit, Jamie, they're going to be gassed by the third quarter. Blunt's a lot more likely to score a touchdown than Ellington. Yes, but in a PPR league, this is to Jamie's point. Ellington—if you expect Ellington to catch six passes—that's probably going to be six more than Legarrette Blount catches. So that that knocks out the touchdown.
2: All right, would you start Ellington over Aaron Jones if Ty Montgomery doesn't play?
0: Ellington over Aaron In PPR, Aaron Jones. for sure. Standard, no. If Ty Montgomery does not play? Does not. I would start Jones over Ellington in standard leagues. If Montgomery's out, I would start Ellington in PPR no matter what.
2: Right, okay. So you guys agree on that. Um. Uh, Okay. Arizona wide receivers. It's hard to get away from Larry Fitzgerald. Are there any other Arizona wide receivers that you want to start this week?
1: Jerron Brown. Jerron Brown is the best of the non-Fitzgerald Cardinals receivers.
2: How much do you like Jerron Brown? I'm going to look up his ownership percentage and make sure I don't have a typo, but it's pretty
1: low. It's 41. 41% owned, Jerron Brown. Yeah. So I like him enough that I would be willing to buy him dinner, but it would be via a gift card. That's so nice. I would probably, like, drop off a gift card in his mailbox with a little note that says, hey, Jerron, dinner on me. Thanks for everything. Dave." But listen, are we talking,
2: like, generic Visa gift card that you can use anywhere, or are we talking, like, Carabin's gift Oh, I'm, gift I'm a classy
1: guy, dude. It's going to be an Amex. Amex. Okay, but but it's not a, a restaurant. You're going to let him choose. No, no. He can pick the restaurant. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I, I'm generous. Uh,
2: Jerron, Brown, Jerron Brown or Alan Hearns? Brown. Brown. Jerome Brown or Pierre Garçon? Garçon. Uh, Garçon. Okay. No John Brown?
1: Is he number three? He's a, he's kind of a, oh, I'm in a pinch. Start throw number three. Yeah. Okay. Um, not the best type of number three. Okay. I, I'd rather have Marvin Jones. Here's one I'm struggling with. Carson Wentz, starter sit. I've actually got some news on this game. Uh, I, I, I think Wentz is on the fence. Which rhymes. Fence, <laughs> yes. Enough, Carson Fence. Right. Uh, call him a low end starting option. Uh, ESPN reports that, uh, Wendell Small would not expect it to
2: play. Ooh, okay. So definitely Palmer over Wentz. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll do more Wentz ors. Well, we'll do it right now. Wentz or the list
1: up here. How about Jay Cutler? I would go Wentz. Wentz is a little safer. Wentz Any or... Has a higher ceiling. Are they both top 15? Yeah. Yes, they are. What, Wentz or Cam Newton? I would go
2: Cam.
0: Uh, I have that decision to make, and it's very easy for me to go with Wentz.
2: Okay. The Eagles running backs we talked about, so LeGarrette Blount, we're going to like even more, and Corey Clement, a decent sleeper this week. And then Alshon Jeffrey, um, he caught a touchdown last week. I like, I think he's gonna be a buy low if he struggles today, this week. But, Alshon Jeffrey, is he gonna struggle this week? Are you sitting Alshon Jeffrey?
1: Yep. I would try my darndest to. We're talking about a receiver who's caught half of his targets, getting the, maybe the toughest matchup on the board with Patrick Peterson expected to cover him.
2: Okay. I just wanna point out for Jeffrey long term, like, he's had a pretty, he's kind of had a Des Bryant-like schedule. The, Josh Norman, Janoris Jenkins, now Patrick yeah. Peterson. Anybody
0: in the NFC East is gonna get that, that, that schedule.
2: Yeah. So actually, I mean, he doesn't have great matchups at Carolina, then Washington, then San Francisco, then Denver. So there's some, some good, some bad there. But, alright, we can talk about that on Tuesday. Start Zach Ertz, and which
0: DST do you like better in this game? Uh, Eagles was close. Eagles. Okay.
2: Carolina is at Detroit. I think
0: Detroit wins. I I definitely think Detroit wins.
1: I think it's going to be – I think it could be a Detroit win, too. But I think there could be six touchdowns in this game. Yeah? Five for Detroit and one for the Panthers. I don't think it's going to be I'm five fine fine for Detroit. For sure. No, I think it could be like a 24-21 type finish.
2: Here's your stat of the game. Couldn't find a good one for fantasy, so I will tell you that according to DailyDetroit.com, Detroit is the only city in the U.S. where you can look south at Canada. It's true pretty neat
1: yep all right cam newton's a good town i know people it gets a bad rap it's a good town
2: big difference between jamie and dave here jamie's got cam 15th heath has him 14th dave you've got cam last i checked you had him sixth. is that accurate sounds good all right so go ahead make the case for cam
1: i thought he improved last week ron rivera backed that up by saying he had a great week in practice i think the offense did some exciting things where they lined up a lot of three-by-one, four-by-one sets, uh, lots of spread formation type plays. Maybe this is part of the new wrinkle, the new offense that they wanted to do. And I, I think there's more, more, uh, more than what they got last week. I, I wasn't as impressed with Kelvin Benjamin. Obviously, playing against the Patriots opened up a lot of stuff, but there wasn't a big impact in the game from Christian McCaffrey. There was a modest impact from ed dixon and i think that the combination of enough weapons around cam newton plus an inability to run the ball plus cam newton running the ball more he had career or not career eyes but season eyes in carries and yards i think it leads to him piling up some nice stats and i checked out the lions defense they're a good defense but they're a beatable defense
2: Mm -hmm. Now they are doing well against quarterbacks Palmer 10 points, Eli Manning 13 points Matt Ryan 17 points, Case Keenum 8 points So They've
1: picked off a lot of passes And maybe that's something that gives you pause with Cam Because you know he's not the most accurate guy on the block
0: Good pressure on the the passing quarterbacks Offensive line issues for the Panthers again
1: They They survived it last week
0: They survived it last week against a team without a pass rush This team has a pass rush and you're looking at the distraction that Cam is now dealing with. You know, I talk about a good week of practice. I cannot imagine that he's had a good week of practice after everything that he's got to deal with. So I think it's going to be a terrible, terrible game for them. Second straight road game as well. It could be ugly, ugly, ugly for Cam Newton this week. I would stay as far away as you possibly can.
2: Okay, we'll see what happens. Differing opinions there. What about the Carolina running backs uh, so far? I mean, actually, you look at the last two games, and Devontae Freeman and Dalvin Cook both averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Cook was certainly on his way to a big game. Freeman had a had a huge game against the Lions. Uh, what do you think about these guys, Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Stewart?
1: I like McCaffrey better. I think McCaffrey is part of the reason why I like him because of his ability to catch the ball, make plays after the catch. He hasn't gotten going running the football. And I think until he shows it in limited touches or limited handoffs, I should say, it's just you've got to count on him as a pass catcher. And I think he'll, I think he's a matchup problem for the Lions.
2: Okay, but do you, I mean, are either of these guys starts or are they? Yeah, McCaffrey's a
1: number two running back.
0: Even in standard or just PPR? Yeah,
1: even in standard.
0: Uh, I would say low end number two in standard. Just because he's had one good game so far this year. This is not going to be a great game for him. So PPR is clearly better. And that one good game for McCaffrey was without Kelvin, right? Was with the game of Kelvin got hurt. Yeah, Kelvin yeah, got hurt. Yeah, right? But it's gonna be a similar got type hurt, of really. game script. They're gonna be chasing points in this game, and you're gonna see Cam having to dump off passes to him. So, uh, with Slay taking Benjamin out of the game, so
1: so Legarrette Blount. I wouldn't or... be surprised that they put Slay on Funchess. Funchess moves around too much. Legarrette Blount or or McCaffrey.
0: If Smallwood is out, I'll take. I'll take I one. would too. Even in PPR?
1: No, not in PPR.
2: Okay. Um... Ellington, well, I guess you're going Ellington
1: over McCaffrey. All
2: right, fair enough. Uh, how about Amir Abdullah
1: or Christian McCaffrey? I'll take McCaffrey over Abdullah. I'll uh, take McCaffrey over Ellington, too. I, will take, I like him a lot this week. I will take McCaffrey.
0: You know what? I'm going to revisit that. I'm going to take Ellington over McCaffrey in PPR, and I will take Abdullah over McCaffrey in Standard.
2: Abdullah over McCaffrey in Standard. No running back has scored double-digit fantasy points against the Panthers this season. Uh, now Ingram had 14 for 56 not last week, not terrible. Gillislee had 12 for 49, but look, they have a good run defense. Another, it's another week where it might not be great for Amir Abdullah. Is he gonna get, Do you think he becomes the first running back with double-digit fantasy points against Carolina in standard scoring leagues? Again, yeah, no. against Carolina. No,
0: I, I don't think so. No, but it, this, the question for me is really not as much about Abdullah; it's as much about McCaffrey. All right. So then
2: we've got um, the. Funchus, Benjamin combo here. Who do you like better, Funches or Benjamin? Funchus. You do? Yeah. yeah. How come you think Benjamin gets
1: slay? Yeah. And that will shut him down. Kelvin <laughs> Benjamin does this thing where when he's got press coverage, he like flails one of his arms in the air. Like he's a third base coach in baseball. <laughs> he, he can't escape press coverage. The guy's a beast and he can't get off Press coverage. Funches can. Funches has a little little swiftness to his routes too.
2: Alright, Funches or McCaffrey.
1: I think I've got McCaffrey higher, so I'll send McCaffrey. Uh
0: Funches. Funches or Bilal Powell. Powell. Oh
2: yeah. Okay. Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz. I have Stafford higher. Stafford. Matthew Stafford or Carson Palmer?
1: Palmer. I think I have Palmer
2: higher. Stafford is 11th for Jamie, 10th for Dave, 12th for Heath. So he's an okay start, and Carolina will be without Kurt Coleman. Their safety, that could really help. So we shall see. Is Golden Tate the only wide receiver you're willing to start for uh, for the Detroit Lions?
1: He's the only must-start, and I think Marvin Jones is a sleeper. All right, Golden Tate or Funchess? Tate. Uh, Tate.
2: Eric Ebron, you probably want to avoid him. He's outside the top 15, although Dave has him 15th exactly in PPR. And then the DSTs are kind of interesting. You guys have them ranked similarly, but Detroit ahead. Detroit's 53% owned. They're the number two DST in fantasy. Carolina's 63% owned. Two great games and two bad games. The bad games were against New Orleans and New England. Uh, But you guys prefer the Lions DST, and that's not a bad one to get. 53% owned for the Lions DST. Now, uh, that's going to conclude Carolina and Detroit. We will go to the Chargers and the Giants in just a moment. But, you know, later today, I hope you guys are prepared. I actually have not set my FanDuel lineup yet. You guys are going to give some FanDuel lineups at the end of the show. And if you're not playing FanDuel, you're missing out on some fun fantasy football. Why would you do that? Fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests every week and so many different types of contests to choose from. And they start at $1. So here's how it works. You get a fake budget. Every player's got a price. You start a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, tight end, kicker, defense. I like to do the defense and the kicker first and then, you know, try to spend kind of a, not that much money on that. Then maybe I'll go with a cheap tight end and then we'll do the rest after that. We'll try to get a couple of stud wide receivers. That's always a strategy of mine. Uh but yeah, I think I might go with Marsavis Bryant this week. I think he could be a good, uh, a, certainly a good tournament play. Uh, you can win some money. You set your lineup, you win some money. Over 2.5 million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy sports on FanDuel. And if you want free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, sign up on FanDuel right now. Make your first deposit and use the code CBSPOD. So, again, the promo code is CBSPOD. When you make your first deposit, you're in the Sunday Million on FanDuel.com. Void where prohibited. Giants hosting the Chargers. Which team gets their first win of the season?
1: Giants. Who's healthy for the Giants' defense?
2: Yeah, I mean, Pierre Paul says he's going to play. Not sure about Vernon, but the bottom line is if they play, they're going to be playing hurt. Uh, so I'll take the Giants, though, in a close, crappy game. Dave? Uh,
1: I will also take the Giants.
2: Stat of the game. I don't know if this makes much sense, so I'll try to explain it. Only Jacksonville allows more rushing yards per game than the—oh, this stat makes sense, actually. I thought—never mind. I got confused. Here's your stat of the game. It <laughs> makes sense. Only the Jaguars allow more rushing yards per game than the Chargers. Uh, they've allowed 80 or more rushing yards to a running back at all four games. We don't expect Paul Perkins. Is Wayne Gallman better than Amir Abdullah this week?
1: I think there's a chance he could be better. I would take that chance. I'll still start Abdullah just based on the guarantee
0: touches, but I can certainly see that happening, yes.
1: Okay. Now, these two teams
2: see the most rush attempts in the NFL. Actually, they're in the top three, most rush attempts in the NFL. However, they are the bottom two teams in rush attempts per game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, they don't run it very often. Which quarterback do you like better, Rivers or Eli?
1: Eli. Oh, Eli. Are they both starts this week? I don't necessarily hate Rivers if there's no Pierre-Paul, there's no Olivier Vernon, so that pass rush isn't as strong. I think he could have a chance to be decent.
2: Rivers or Cutler? Rivers. Cutler. Okay, you actually guys both have them back-to-back, but Jamie has Rivers one spot ahead and Dave has... No, no. Jamie has Cutler one spot ahead and, and Dave has Rivers one spot ahead. But we'll start Rivers over McCown and... And Brissett and Hoyer, guys like that who have good matchups but aren't very good. Um, okay, Melvin Gordon's a must-start. Let's get him going. Give him give him the damn ball. Let, let him get a rhythm here. Uh The Chargers wide receivers. Everybody's going to start Keenan Allen, right? He'll be in the slot. He won't get shadowed by Janoris Jenkins. We're good with Keenan? Yes. Yep. What do you think about Tyrell Williams? Because I had a feeling about him last week. I wish I had said it on the podcast. I said it on the radio show. But Eli Apple's been really... Really disappointing this year And I feel like Williams might be able to take advantage of that Do you like
1: Tyrell Williams this week? No I don't think you can trust him Okay That's the biggest problem I've got So would you start Wayne Gallman or
2: Tyrell Williams? I would start Wayne Gallman What a world What a world (laughs) (laughs) Would you start Alan Hearns or Tyrell Williams?
1: I would start Alan Hearns, especially if Marquise Lee is out, because that means his targets are going to be high, high, high. Who's your favorite tight end in this game? I have Henry, or I I think I have Ingram ranked the highest in this game, and it's followed by Henry and then Gates, but they're all up there. They're all top 12.
2: Yeah, I don't know about Gates. Gates is a risk. Gates has run more routes
1: than Hunter Henry. I think he has more targets than Hunter Henry, too.
2: He doesn't really get – I mean, he has had five targets each of the last two games, Gates. If he gets five targets against the Giants, he's probably going to have a touchdown. <laughs>
0: um, and- I'll say this. I put I put um, Gronk on the bench in a line, league where I don't have another tight end. We only run waivers twice a week. And so I'll put a bid in for Gates if he's the only one available to me.
2: Well, Hunter Henry is only 68% owned. So, yeah, we're going to start him over a lot of guys. Would you start Hunter Henry or Austin Zafarian Jenkins?
1: Zafarian Jenkins. I would start ASJ.
2: Would you start Antonio Gates or Ben Watson?
0: Watson. I have Gates higher. Watson, but obviously that's contingent on playing.
2: Let's go to the Giants. Eli Manning, top 10 quarterback. Heath actually has him sixth. He's thrown 47 and 49 passes in his last two games. Actually, the Chargers have been very good against quarterbacks. Simeon, if he took away his rushing touchdown, then nobody has even 20 fantasy points, but he had 25, Simeon, with the rushing touchdown against the Chargers. However, no quarterback has thrown more than 33 passes against the Chargers. That's going to change this week. Uh, any Giants wide receivers other than Beckham?
0: Shepard's in that number three receiver range. Shepard or Martavis Bryant? I'll take Bryant's upside. Me too. Shepard or Sammy Watkins?
1: Shepard.
2: Evan Ingram. Yeah, okay. Evan Ingram, he's a guy. him Jamie's got him sixth. Dave has him eleventh. Dave has him seventh. People last three games. How Very many? Uh, he had 11 last week. So. Yep. Very involved. And the Giants DST is not a bad start. They are eighth for Jamie. They are seventh for Dave. They are eighth for Heath. Giants or Lions?
1: Lions. I'll take the Giants.
2: Seattle at the Rams. Big game. Rams fans, get out there. Todd Gurley's calling you out. Come see the game. All right, I don't have, like, a great stat of the day at, of the game, but I know that Russell Wilson has had a lot of trouble at the – like, the, the Rams kind of own the Seahawks at home games. We weren't sure if that would transfer over to Los Angeles, but it did last year, and Wilson scored only 11 points uh, at the
1: Rams last year. Do
2: you worry about Russell Wilson's history on the road against the Rams?
1: A little bit. I I, I – I worry about it, but I don't think I'm benching him for it. No.
2: Yeah. Not unless I've got
1: just like a supreme confidence in Deshaun Watson. I've got him ahead of Cam Newton. Like I, I I think that you're going to see Russell Wilson have a fine game. He'll probably have a fine second half. He'll probably have a fine second half.
2: Okay. He's had 70 fantasy points in his last two games. So, so start him over Eli and Watson and all those guys. He's top five, Russell Wilson. How do you approach the Seattle running backs, guys? The Rams allow the most fantasy points per game to opposing
1: running backs. Yeah, well, that's probably going to change after this week. (laughs) Seattle is not going to have an easy time because of their own problems running the football. We don't know how explosive Rawls is at this point. We know how explosive Lacey is, which is not very. Well, who do you prefer? I I think Rawls is going to get the first opportunity. Rawls. But you'd start Ellington over Rawls? Yeah. You said overalls.
2: Overalls. You start Gallman over him. Would you start Derek Henry or Thomas Rawls? I'd go Rawls. Rawls. Would you start Amari Cooper or Thomas Rawls?
0: I'd start Rawls.
1: Ellington. <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> I know what you said. Starter or sit Doug Baldwin. Uh, I'd start Baldwin. No,
2: I was just saying, just start or sit Doug Baldwin.
1: Start. Jamie had to think about it.
2: Okay. Is he, in like, is he a must start Doug Baldwin? Yes. All right. Dave's a little lower on him. He's got him 19th, but everybody's got Baldwin in their top 20. And Heath and Jamie have him in the top 12. Any other Seattle wide receivers? Look at the wide receivers that have caught touchdowns against the Rams. And they face some very good number ones and they've done pretty well. But Ryan Grant, Trent Taylor, and Bryce Butler have caught touchdowns against the Rams. Um, not. Not Garcon, not Dez, not Terrell Pryor, not T.Y. Hilton. Is there a chance for a sleeper-wide receiver for Seattle?
0: Yeah, but it's one of the two, which you don't know which one is going to be, between Locke and Richardson. Richardson's had more success finding the end zone, but Lockett's targets have been very good the last couple weeks.
2: All right, if you had to pick one.
0: I would pick Richardson.
1: I would, too.
2: So the Seahawks' defense oh, by the way, Jimmy Graham, you have to start. Top five tight end in both formats. Just. Come on, Jimmy Graham. Get it going. Jimmy Graham or Charles Clay? Clay. Jimmy Graham or Safarian Jenkins?
1: I'll go Graham. Graham.
2: All right. Uh Jared Goff, you guys are not starting him. Seahawks have been good against quarterbacks. Six fewest fantasy points. And Todd Gurley, look, Seahawks actually haven't been good against the run, but start Todd Gurley. He's fifth in both formats. Which Rams receiver do you like better? I like...
0: I think I have Cup higher than cup Watkins. for me, that's – I don't know if it's close.
2: Now, but, I, let me make a case for Watkins. I feel like he's going to line up on the left side a lot, and Jeremy Lane may not play. Do we have a status on him?
0: We not do not. I play.
2: I mean, he might get a, a, a backup cornerback, and that's – you know, maybe they But – You've you
0: seen, right. you seen over the last couple years where Sherman will travel from time to time, and this could be one of those games.
1: Uh, I don't know. Depends on how comfortable the other cornerback is. Watkins hasn't warranted percent. that. <laughs> huh? Watkins hasn't warranted that. You know? His, his talent still does. Yeah. His talent warrants And again, it. you look
0: at that 49ers game. I mean, he he dominated that game.
1: But it's the only game he really dominated. It's the only game he got targets. Well, and that's part of the problem with Sammy. Would you start uh, Thomas Rawls or Cooper Cup?
0: I'd start Cup.
2: Cup and As a matter of fact, I have to make
0: that decision because of Smallwood now. So I have... Rawls and Cup on the bench in the PPR league and I'm gonna go Cup.
2: Okay, Seattle DST is top three, start them. Just real quick on Eddie Lacy. what are your expectations for him?
0: 10 to 12 carries if they're leading in the game. Who's a better flyer, Corey Clement or Eddie Lacy? Uh, I'm updating my rankings right now and I still have Lacey higher, just cause of the uncertainty. I haven't put Clement in yet.
2: And like, let's be honest here, the Rams run defense has been terrible. I don't know if it's going to happen all year, but, again, like I said, they get the most fantasy points allowed to running backs.
0: Yep. It's a good opportunity for Rawls or Lacey or McKissick. Lacey under Rawls. Or Procise. Green Bay at at Dallas. Never mind.
2: Green Bay
1: at Dallas.
2: (laughs) I got so excited because it has to happen. It has to happen. Do it. You know
1: what's gonna happen if you're wrong. No, don't
2: do it, Dave. I'm doing it. Alright, anyway, this is Green Bonanza at Dallas. <laughs> I guess, um I guess I guess Aaron Nat, I Dak could struggle. I don't know, like Dak Who's yeah. gonna struggle in this game? I tell you who well, could everybody struggle. Everybody now. Devontae, Ad- right before. Devontae Adams could struggle. Devontae Adams has not done well this year if he plays first of all. Has not done well this year with Randall Cobb healthy. I feel like the only time Devontae Adams really thrived was after Cobb got hurt, and Jordy had already been hurt in the Falcons game. Oh uh, this
0: this season? Yes, you're right. Yeah, this season.
2: So all right, Rodgers is the number one quarterback. Packers have been good against quarterbacks, I believe, this year, but you gotta start Dak. He's playing really well. They yeah. He, the threw, Pack- for nearly,
0: he threw for uh, five hundred and forty nine yards in the two games against them last year when he could the playoffs. Yeah. Six touchdowns, I believe.
2: He scored 23 fantasy points in the regular season game, and he had a huge game in the postseason, which was yep. one of the best games of the year. What a great game that was.
0: that was amazing.
2: And they played that game without Jordy Nelson, the Packers, and they won 34-31, and it was a bonanza.
0: That was uh, the Jared Cook game.
2: Now, not everybody's going to be good in this game, but I think we've talked about the Green Bay running backs a lot. If you want to just sum it up, like where would Aaron Jones be? All right, if Ty Montgomery plays, he's he's all systems go, start him.
0: Top, little... top 20 running back yes. Yeah.
1: Assuming there isn't a report that says, well, he's going to be limited or he'll be active but won't start. That's what they would say regardless.
2: What about the fact that Anthony Hitchens is going to play for the Cowboys and Sean Lee might be back as well?
0: Sean Lee being back would certainly screw things up, but he's mispracticed now each of the last two days with the hamstring problem. All
2: right, so stay away for one more game. Give me a bonanza, Sean Lee, and stay away. Where would Aaron Jones be ranked if Montgomery's out? Would you rank Aaron Jones ahead of um, Alex Collins?
0: No, not with Jamal Williams not playing. He's he's more in the uh for me at least, in the uh Browns running back situation, Abdullah, uh McCaffrey. How about Mixon or, or Aaron Jones if Montgomery's I, out? I still take Mixon. Yeah. But I like Jones. I mean, I think there's a good opportunity for him here if, if Montgomery's out.
1: All right, but he more of a flex? No, I think he's the number two. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think he, like I, I said, like support. a top twenty. At least a flex.
2: Dave, you like Frank Gore a lot this week. Would you have Frank Gore or Aaron Jones?
1: I've got to move Gore up in my standard rankings, but I'll take Gore.
2: Jordy Nelson must start. How about Cobb versus Adams? Who do you like better if they both play? Cobb. Oh yeah, actually that was my stat of the game. The receivers who have done well against the Cowboys have been Emmanuel Sanders, Larry Fitzgerald, and Cooper Cup. So oh. kind of slotty. Mm-hmm. Does that help for Cobb? Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. And they've done really well, those guys. So Geronimo Allison, would you be interested in him if Devontae Adams does not play? Thirteen percent owned.
0: Deep deep league. DFS.
1: Okay.
2: Starter sit Martellus Bennett.
1: Sit if you can. He's he's due. But he's also doo doo.
2: Yeah, now so are, so are Jermaine Gresham and Tyler Higby, but they both had their season high in yards against the Cowboys. It was only 47 yards for both of them. Uh, but you know. They definitely
0: really faced a good tight end though.
2: No, the, no, I mean, Gresham had his season high for the yeah, season. Yeah, no, but the
0: the Cowboys haven't really faced they haven't. a good tight end.
2: They haven't. Yeah, ben, Bennett or Witten?
0: Uh, Bennett. I'd go Bennett.
2: Alright, we don't like these tight ends too much. And anyone other than Dez Bryant for the Cowboys in the passing game? No. Nope. Geronimo Allison or Bryce Butler? Who's a better daily play? If Adams is out, Allison. If Adams
0: is in, is he a must start? Uh, Depends on who else you have, so I would say not a must start. but He'll be in most lineups. Adams or Isaiah Crowell? Sorry, Crowell or Adams? Adams. I'll take Adams, PPR, Crowell standard.
2: All right, let's go to our final game, Minnesota at Chicago. I think we can do this pretty quickly. Stat of the game, Jordan Howard had 337 total yards in two games against the Vikings last year. Any hesitation to start Howard against the one of the best run defenses in the NFL, allowing the second fewest fantasy points to running backs? What do you think?
1: No. He's going to get lots of work, and that track record should help you feel confident starting him.
2: Okay, so definitely Howard over a Packers
1: running back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Howard over a lot of running backs. The one I
0: struggle with is Howard and Powell. But I think Powell's upside's a little bit better. Yeah, I put Powell spot ahead.
1: Who do you
2: like better, Latavius Murray or Tariq Cohen?
0: Murray. Murray. Last week was a little troubling for Cohen seeing Benny Cunningham play nearly as many snaps. I think it was eighteen sixteen. And we're getting a quarterback change.
2: I guys, I th- I think the Benny Cunningham thing was the garbage time at the end. Am, am I wrong?
0: But that's kind of where Cohen's been successful.
2: No, I, no, I don't agree with that. He was great in week one. He was great in week three. Those were two close games. I'm going to
1: look it up for you.
2: The, the week three game was overtime. That's, he was successful at overtime. Uh, Latavia, how much do you like Latavius? He's got a score and, and the, the Bears, they actually allow the fifth fewest rushing yards per game, but a rushing touchdown in all four games.
1: And that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, L- Latavius or Abdullah?
0: Latavius for me. Uh Latavius. Yeah.
1: You're right about that playing time. He only played five first half snaps. Benny Cunningham? Benny Cunningham did. Yeah, so eleven in the second half. And, and I was all on second and long, third, long. I would wonder how much was the fourth quarter. They got slaughtered in that game.
2: First and twenty. Uh how many in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Seven of eleven in the of the second half. Okay. And Wayne Gallman or Latavius Murray, guys? Murray. Uh, yeah, I'm starting Murray in a couple leagues. You just you know, he's not that great, great of a running back. Bears' run defense has been good, but you're just hoping for a touchdown here. How do you feel? Everybody's going to start Digs. How do you feel about Thielen? I still like him.
0: What's not to like? He's been very good, especially if Bradford's back.
1: Oh I yeah, don't care Bradford's who his quarterback back. is, I like him. And I think the weakness of that Bears defense is the secondary. McKinnon or Thielen? Thielen. 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 Start sit, Kyle Rudolph. Who's it the quarterback? changes if Bradford's back. Yeah, if Bradford's back, I, I like Rudolph a lot.
2: Okay, but if Bradford's not back, would you start Witten or Rudolph?
1: Rudolph. I would still go Rudolph there, but Safarian Jenkins over Rudolph, Chargers tight ends, Ingram. Evan Engram over I w- Rudolph.
2: I would have absolutely told people to start Dwayne Allen over Kyle Rudolph. I wouldn't have. I didn't. Yeah, Rudolph's done nothing. Seven fantasy points combined in three games with yeah, Case Keenum. Yeah, but those are three with Keenum. Yeah, that's what I mean, with Keenum. Yep. No, if Bradford plays, completely different story. He caught a touchdown in one game with Bradford. Um and then I guess, uh, let's just finish it off with what, you know, Minnesota DST, top two defense. What do you expect
1: from Tariq Cohen this week? Ten touches. Yeah, not worth starting. Hmm, okay. And it's then- It's the year of the ten touch running back.
2: And then it's the year of the rookie running back. I'd stand by that. Amazing rookie running backs this year.
1: Give me a a lineup, guys! My FanDuel lineup uh, is a Eli Manning, Odell Beckham stack against the Chargers. I've got Le'Veon Bell, Bilal Powell as my running backs, T.Y. Hilton, and Marvin Jones. Jones is my sleeper with Beckham. Uh, I'm taking the chalk with Charles Clay, cheap price, 5700. Jake Elliott is the kicker. Colts defense as my defense.
2: Hmm. Okay, uh, Jamie. I'm trying
1: to
0: get sneaky. FanDuel. Also going with Eli, uh, I'm going with Jay Ajayi and Le'Veon Bell at running back. Devontae Parker, T.Y. Hilton, and Jordy Nelson at receiver. Hunter Henry at tight end. The great Harrison Butker at kicker. And the Giants DST.
2: Harrison Butker. All right. I like it. Kick some Butker. And that's it for the show. We'll have a mailbag on Saturday. We're going to record it later today. Thanks for sending in all your emails. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Dave, Jamie, Adam, Goodbye. I